Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan, here at Food Fan Headquarters with another exciting episode of Asheville Food Fans. It is a podcast that I do throughout the week, and then I string it together for broadcast on WPVM 103.7 FM, the progressive voice of the mountains, here in beautiful Asheville, Western North Carolina. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm. Let me try to get my name right. Stu Helm, the food fan, here outside in the world, and I am standing next to Franny's Pharmacy outside of a food truck called Pasta Prana with my good friend Sam Kosick from Mother Ocean Market. And Sam brought me here with the intention of feeding me some specific food. Sam, what are we here for? We're gonna try, well, Chef Mike is uh, doing some gnocchi for us right now and some linguine. So we're going to check that out. The, uh, I believe the gnocchi is gluten-free and also is plant-protein-based um, with hemp. So it should be pretty interesting. I'm excited. I'm not, I have not had this yet. Okay. And I'm excited too. And, and with hemp is like... Uh, perfect because Franny's Pharmacy, of course, selling CBD, hemp-related materials, all kinds of stuff. And the Pasta Prana truck is part of Franny's Farm and branded right on the side as such. And so you were telling me they park a few different places around town. Can you recall that for me? So uh, I know that he is, uh, re- well, actually my girlfriend uh, saw him at AB Tech. So he's up at the campus there uh, yesterday okay. uh, selling to the uh to the student body, um, he does the. Tu- Are you still doing the Tuesday market? Are you still doing the Tuesday market? Yeah, I'm gonna do the holiday. I'm gonna okay. do the holiday market. Uh, the first, the three in December. I'm gonna do the 22nd of thanks of November. Okay, gotcha. But not after Thanksgiving. Okay, that should be. So we, yeah, we met at the tailgate markets. Okay, yeah. years ago. All right, and uh, we just. It became yeah. good buddies, and then, like I said, once we got, which I told, what I told you earlier, once we got the store, it was a no-brainer to bring in as many local things that made sense to go with fresh seafood. Uh, and you rattled off a bunch of other companies that you're working with at, at Mother Ocean. Oh gosh, yeah. So Goddess Ghee, uh, that's an amazing woman-owned small business. If you tried, if you if you like clarified butter or ghee, uh, that is the thing to try. Her products are amazing, locally made. Um, scorch point of uh 485 degrees on all of the all of the geese so great sear um we also have spice walla spices we have poppy's popcorn we have better times hot sauces and i know i'm missing some other things obviously rio has literally we have a a grab and go freezer that is 95 percent you matzo man matzo man's in there too matzo man matzo man's back and you can get the soup the matzo balls at Mother Ocean. All right, that's but great news. Soon to soon to stock pasta and hemp flour pasta too. Uh, Chef Mike, you came out. You uh, oh, talk yeah, to the yeah, camera yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Tell us about the truck. Tell us about who you are, what you do. I know that half of Asheville already knows that, but <laughs> let's introduce yourself to so, everybody. So I'm Mike Tashik. Um, we started this well, like about a year ago. Franny asked me why I didn't make a hemp flour pasta and I told her because it's not really feasible and doesn't make sense and then 
um, we figured out, me and Brian Bertolini figured out the right ratio and stuff and came together to make some uh, hemp flour gnocchi and cut pasta, which has, you know, we now sell by the pound frozen in the, in the Franny's Pharmacy on Biltmore and at the market. And in a, it, like in order to highlight, educate, and profit from this, what we believe is an amazing, innovative product, we got this food truck so we could sell it ready to eat, fitting what we and I see as like the best way to sample the pasta, to taste the pasta. And, you know, as we all know, like if you're making the product and selling it ready to eat, that's the biggest margin that you're going to find in the food game. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. It makes sense. And, you know, hemp as a food is not this thing that we've been eating and thriving on for the past 100 years or 200 years in this country. It literally was illegal to grow hemp for food uh-huh. up until, what, like a decade ago or right. whatever it is. So we don't even have, like basic food information or knowledge about this food source that is highly nutritious okay and really you know kind of seems like it belongs to us as humans you know like there's almost a half a million plant species on the planet and there's literally one for which we have receptors throughout our whole body and that's cannabis and hemp there we go one one you know some others are in the brain maybe a couple in the gut but we are like literally head to toe and they're all centralized for the most part in the digestive system for females or people with mammary glands it's in the mammary glands uh but what's it what does that mean you know like is is this is there a symbiotic relationship here that that we is really worth exploring and and i believe brainy believes and Many of us believe absolutely. I, I believe that as so well. So that's why the food truck exists, man, to educate, to make a little bit of money, to, you know, feed this passion. And I have a deep, you know, like authentic and deep heart calling to feed people. And, and that this obviously serves that purpose well. You're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. Man. Thanks, man. Thanks yeah, for talking to yeah, us. Yeah. Thanks for cooking for us. All right. All right, and I'm going to check out for now, and I'll check back in after me and Sam consume some of this gluten-free, hemp-based gnocchi and linguine. Yes. All right. All right, everybody. The food's been prepped. We're inside the pharmacy, and Chef Mike just gave a beautiful description of what we're eating. Can you repeat that for us? I think so. I think I can. So, <laughs> so, so in front of you, we have gluten-free hemp flour gnocchi. It's going to be a standard blended gluten-free flour. It's a ricotta-based gnocchi, so obviously some of that cheese, a little bit of egg and Parmesan. Uh, in addition to very nutrient-rich, high-protein hemp flour, dried and powderized hemp hearts. And that's dressed with a sage brown butter, balsamic glaze, and Parmesan cheese. Looks and smells delicious. Yeah. And what nice. else do we and have? And then we have a vegan hemp flour linguine which is made uh basically four ingredients hemp flour wheat flour water and a little bit of spinach so it doesn't look weird and white okay yeah it's got to have a little color or else it looks funny okay um the flour is imported from italy top and first cut high quality no you know 
ground up or nothing. Um, and then hemp flour, again, the same nutrient rich, high protein hemp flour from the gnocchi, um, making, making a single portion of the cut pasta upwards of 20 grams of protein. Nice. And check this out. We just realized that people, uh, there's been a couple people who monitor their blood sugar, mm -hmm. uh, due to diabetes or ultra marathon training or whatever. It turns out that the presence of the hemp flour, the protein, as it is classified as a globular protein, apparently. Okay. I don't know what any of the science means. It's just awesome. So it neutralizes the blood sugar spike caused by the carbohydrates in the wheat flour. Okay. So no blood sugar spike when you eat this stuff, as there would be in with boxed pasta. Sure. It's fantastic. Yeah. So one of them's gluten-free, one of them's vegan. Correct. Okay. Yeah, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're going to tuck in. Cool. Bon right. appetito. Thank you, chef. All right, folks, we just got done sampling some of these pastas off of, uh, I've forgotten the name of the truck, Pasta, pasta Prana. And prana. Pasta, pasta and Prana. prana. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Chef Mike, these were fantastic. And they were, uh, we had some gnocchi and the gnocchi was gluten-free. We had some linguine and the linguine uh, preparation was vegan. Yeah. And they were both excellent. Uh, the linguine was particularly fantastic. And the enthusiasm of Sam and I, as we were eating this, yeah. I almost wish I was recording yeah. while we were eating. Good, we good were enthused. See. And Sam, do you want to make a comment about the food? I got a mouthful of gnocchi. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Both, I mean, you and I love good food. And to get impressed like this yeah. and kind of knocked out of the park with two dishes out of compostable boxes, yep. it's pretty impressive. Right. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to expect today. I, I even, you know, tried to manage your expectations. <laughs> you did. He did. I haven't been here. I haven't eaten any of this. That's right. He so made no promises. I don't know about this dude. I don't know. Sometimes he's really off. I know about the dude. But I don't he know about did, the he guaranteed the dude. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was a, a hit. I'm going to say that either of these products would be good for anybody, whether you're gluten free, whether yeah. you're practicing a vegan diet. Yeah. Um, so anybody should yeah. come and get these products. And, and uh, we went over a little bit of where you park, but what's the address here at Franny's Pharmacy? So Franny's Pharmacy on Biltmore is 231 Biltmore Avenue. It's basically right across from McCormick Field. The truck is here. This is its home. Uh, Tuesdays, I go up in front of the Allied Health Building at AB Tech nice. to feed the hungry students there between 11.30 and 1.30. Um, and I'll be doing some more stuff like that, hopefully during the day, lunchtime stuff. Um, I think that, that hopefully Sam and I can collaborate on maybe a monthly dinner here with Ooh. mussels or scallops and oh, linguine gosh. or you know shrimp oh, and blah, blah, you know the whole thing yeah please we'll, you know get something like that going on i think that's a great idea uh, i I'm do too yeah so, <laughs> All right. uh, so you can find us here during the week 11 to 2 for lunch and uh stay tuned for extended hours and and more more events Fantastic. Yeah. Chef, thank you so much I for cooking for us you. today oh, and for talking to pleasure. us. My pleasure. And Sam, you, you done chewing on those gnocchis? I'm done. And thank you me. want to make a little comment? Uh, just thank you. I'm, I'm very grateful to be, you know, on a Thursday afternoon hanging out with you and eating food. It's fantastic. It's, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'm so day. grateful to have you both here. Yeah. To like, you know, anytime with the dear, dear brothers yes. is precious. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, 
And we're not recording a video, but it is a veritable beard moot in here right now. There's, there's a fantastic a beard, beard situation going beard on. Yeah. 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 All right, folks. We'll check in with you another time. Thanks cool. again, Mike. Thanks, Thank Sam. You. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan here at Food Fan Headquarters, and I have a special guest, and yes, all my guests are special. I have Kelsey Christensen from Hummingbird Health Insurance, and Kelsey is not just my friend, she is my insurance agent, and she has helped me so much that I want to share her with you all so that she can potentially help you as well. Hey Kelsey, how are you today? Hey, good, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's open enrollment for the ACA. And when I say I have health insurance, I have the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, uh, sometimes called Obamacare. And you helped me to get that. I've had it now for two two years, I believe. We've renewed yep. twice this next together. Next year will be your third year. Yep. And it's the first time in my life since I was a child under my parents' uh, insurance that I've had insurance at all. Uh, let alone for now going on three years in a row. So I owe a debt to you for that, but I do not owe a debt to the government uh, for my health insurance because the ACA is, according to the letters in, in it, it's affordable. And Kelsey Joe, let's talk about open enrollment right now and what it means and just give us the basic breakdown on, on that. Yeah, so open enrollment goes from November 1st through technically January 15th, but if you want it just your insurance to start January 1st, you need to do it by December 15th. Um, open enrollment is the time of year when anyone can enroll that's um, eligible for subsidies. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, you, okay. just, you have to enroll this time of year for coverage to start next year. There is um, one, one new little rule that happened with the American Rescue Plan. Plan Act, and that is that anyone that falls under at 150% or below the federal poverty line can enroll any time of year. It's considered a ongoing special enrollment period. So there is that one thing. So if you make like, if you're a single individual and you make like, I think it's 21,000 or less a year. Okay. Um, around 20,000 or less a year, you can enroll any time of year. Just any time of year. Yeah. So the ACA yep. just keeps getting easier and easier. Yeah, for it's, people it seems who like it's it. getting better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of things, it started out a little rocky in terms of the website crashed like the day they launched and yeah, stuff, but that, that was, yeah. that was a long time ago. And it seems to just be part of our lives now. Um, and a great part of my life, I've been able to go to the doctor, get things looked at that I was worried about. Now I'm not worried about those things anymore. And, yeah, and, exactly. and worry itself, I feel like is a health risk, like just worrying about stuff, puts stress yeah. on your body. So, um, yep, I agree. And before we, you came on the podcast, you and I renewed my health insurance and Kelsey Joe, how long did that take us? It was like our conversation on the phone was about five minutes and 45 seconds. I think that's yeah. right. And how, how many buttons did I have to click to make that happen? Zero. Well, you had to click answer on the phone. But I did <laughs> I had to answer my phone, have a five minute conversation with my health insurance agent and you clicked all the buttons and you took care yep. of all the stuff. And you asked me a couple of questions. Um, 
and I don't, I don't, I don't mind talking about my health insurance with people. Um, so just what questions did you ask me and what questions might you ask, let's say somebody who's enrolling for the first time and somebody who needs yeah, to so re-up? You were on a bronze plan this past year, which is a higher deductible plan. So one of the first things I asked you was if you had any health issues come up that you might want a lower deductible plan for next year, because you never know what comes up during the year for anyone. Um, in that, in which case you would have had to switch from a $0 plan to a $160 plan, which if you have a lot of health issues, if you really do the math, that's actually still going to be pretty affordable um, since the deductible is only 300 on that. Um, and then I found a, a bronze plan that was almost identical to yours, but had lesser copays. So we switched you over to that one. And that was about as simple as that w- went. Um, yeah. Usually if it's a first time appointment, I would ask pretty much the same questions and ask like, what you want to use your doctor for. Like a lot of people in Asheville go to therapy. So a lot of times it's less expensive for them to be on a higher priced plan because they have better co-pays, you know, it's just simple stuff like that. So you mean mental therapy or physical therapy? Um, so mental health, mental health. And that's great because, you know, that's something that I, I feel like we had to, as a society, kind of fight to get insurance to cover Mm -hmm. some mental health issues. And yeah, you're right. Like people, and I I believe therapy is a wonderful thing. And so people here in Nashville, definitely a lot of people also feel that way. So it's great that your uh, health insurance, your government health insurance can help you to cope with those problems because the government certainly causes some of the mental stress that we have in life. So only fair that they should help to cover some of the costs of dealing with it. Um, I'm goofing around, of course. Uh, Super important to have health insurance that covers the things you need. So for me, uh, I needed to have some physicals. Like I needed to have an annual physical. I'm getting older. I wanted to have my cholesterol checked. I want a certain number of doctor visits, but I don't have a chronic disease or a, a lingering malady. So I don't have specific needs to lower my um, copay. I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that. My phone just rang. Um, oh, that's fine. I and I, I, you know, I'm mostly concerned with just having access and not yeah. having to pay a lot because I'm not sick, right? Like this is the thing when you're not feeling sick, you feel like oh, I shouldn't have to pay for insurance. <laughs> but uh, of course, that's the nature of insurance. You pay into it because you're probably gonna get sick someday. Um, but exactly. I I can't stress enough how easy you made it for me uh, to enroll in the first place. And every year I get a bunch of emails that say it's open enrollment time. It's time to sign up again. And I'm the kind of person that just getting those emails stresses me out. Like it just immediately adds to my anxiety. Oh my God, I got to figure this out. And then I remember I've got Kelsey on my side and I just drop you an email and I say, "It's, it's telling me this. And you say either, sometimes you say, ignore that. You don't have to even look at that email. And other times you say, yeah, it's time to re-enroll. Give me a call and set up an appointment. Now, um, go ahead. Circling back to what you were saying about just having insurance, even if you aren't feeling sick. I mean, if you can, a lot of people, especially in the food industry, um, could qualify for a $0 high deductible bronze plan. And you never know if something could happen. Why not pay $0 a month or not pay $0 a month? Um, And then if you get hospitalized, you don't have $40,000 in bills. You have your deductible instead. It's just, you know, 
just throwing that out there. Well, that's important because I don't know that there's any price more appealing to me or anybody else than zero dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's what I pay for my insurance, y'all. Um, I don't mind telling the world I pay zero dollars for my health insurance and I pay copays when I go to the doctor, but I don't have to go to the doctor very often. And so it's it's very super duper affordable for me. And most important, I don't have to think about it. It just sort of happens automatically. And if I have any questions throughout the year, I go straight to you, Kelsey. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you can email, call, text, Facebook message me. I'm here for it. Why don't you go ahead and give, go ahead and give all of your contact info, web address, all of that. Yeah, um, my email is K-E-L-S-I at hummingbirdins.com. My phone number that does not receive texts right now, but we're working on it, is 828-380-4691. And I'll send you a link to my Set More app where you can just book a calendar appointment with me right there. Um, and you can put it on with this post because it's like a bunch of numbers and letters. <laughs> so okay. it's not that easy to just like shout it out there. But yeah. All right. And then also you can find um, information about Hummingbird at hummingbirdins.com. That's great. And um, you kind of specialize in hooking up people in the food industry with insurance. And that's because you spent quite a bit of time yourself in the food industry. Is that correct? Yeah, I was in the food industry for many years. Um, I first met you when I was working at Sante many years ago. May Sante rest in peace. Um, and yeah, I just, I remember so many servers and bartenders that I worked with being like, I can't afford health insurance. It's way too expensive. So when I actually started to learn about the Affordable Care Act and other insurance. I do sell alternatives to the Affordable Care Act as well. But um, finding out like it actually is really affordable, especially for people that are tipped, tipped servers or bartenders or in back of house to line cooks, like you guys can all afford pretty affordable insurance. So yeah, that's I, part of the reason I started mainly like I would go downtown and talk to restaurant managers and owners and just do a little spiel in front of their employees at their staff meeting one week during open enrollment and get phone numbers. And yeah, so that's kind of how that started. I, I know the industry. And so I wanted to felt good to help people that need insurance because yeah. the industry is hard on you. It is. It is. And you have not just sympathy for the people in the food industry, but actual experience and you know, yeah. you know, people and you know, your own experience. And so that's great that you, are kind of are I know that's not exclusively what you do, but that you're kind of specializing in that for the folks in the food industry because a, a lot of folks like me, just you know, we're doing our thing in life and we're not really all that organized about like our own health, right? Like it's kind of yeah. our last concern, and uh, I think that it's great for Asheville to have a person with a name and a face that they can turn to and get some solid, not just advice, but like do the steps to get yourself insured, yeah. get yourself looked at, take some of that worry off your mind or find out something wrong with you and start taking care of it. You know, you don't want to find out too late that something's up. Yep. Well, Kelsey, a lot of Joe, people are intimidated oh. about calling like an insurance agent, but like, I'm just a normal person and all you have, to, I mean, I have probably somewhat almost inappropriate conversations with my clients sometimes like making jokes and <laughs> not using proper language. So I am a real person and I will take you seriously, but I'm yes, yeah. absolutely. Have you, fun. Absolutely. Talking to you is like talking to a friend. 
who wants to help you yeah. out. It's not like talking to somebody who wants to upsell you, who's got a hard exactly. sell for you. That's going to confuse you with a bunch of numbers. And when you're done, you're like, I don't know what I just signed up for. With yeah. you, it's like easy peasy lemon squeezy. And then you get your health insurance card in the mail. And then you've got a portal online you can go and look at and stuff. And it's, it's one of the ways I've at 54 years old, I decided to grow up and get some health insurance. So I encourage all of the old geezers as well as the young folks out there in the food industry to get a hold of Kelsey Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, I called you Kelsey Joe. I've been trying not to the That's whole okay. time. Um it's either either way, Kelsey okay. or Kelsey Joe is fine. You told me I was the only person you knew who called you Kelsey Joe. I like it though. Okay, well, I'll my continue. Mom does. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll continue then. Yeah. My mom calls me Stewie and I like it when people call me that. Um, all right, Kelsey, Joe. Well, thank you again for everything you've done for me, everything you've done for any of your clients, all of your clients. And I really yeah. want to encourage people to reach out to you. Yeah. And thanks for helping spread the word. Sure thing. You get, um, I'm going to put you on the spot for half a second before I let you go. You got any good food tips for the people out there? Have you eaten something delicious lately that you just want to tell everybody about? Um, well, my fiance is a chef and he doesn't work super late hours. So pretty much every night he makes me something pretty good. Um, last night he made chicken and sweet potatoes with asparagus. Sounds simple, but it had the most amazing flavor. He's like harissa in it and stuff. I don't, I don't even know what he did. Okay. But, yeah. So shout out to your own husband, your own part, partner, yes. husband. I missed that part. Our fiance. Fiance. Not married yet, but okay. Pretty much married. We own a house together, everything. So, you know. Own the house. He does the cooking. It sounds like a wonderful yep. relationship. All right. Well, that's <laughs> recommendation. Wonderful. Recommendation for all the listeners. <laughs> Get together with Kelsey and her husband. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kelsey. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And again, thanks for all yeah, you Yeah, thanks for having me. I'll talk yeah. to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am here with Sam Kosick from Mother Ocean Market. We just got done eating at a food truck, and here we are eating at a restaurant. And Sam, where have you brought me now? Um, we, I'm sorry, I just got coffee. Oh, I'm always talking to you right exactly when you've got food or beverages in your mouth. It's all good. Grimelli is where we're at um, in Westgate uh, Shopping Center. And I haven't been here, and we just talked about it since it was a Thai restaurant, and I definitely can't remember the name. No, I can't either. Um, but it's beautiful in here. They've done a lot. They've opened up the space, as far as I can tell. They must have knocked down a wall or two. The ceiling is impressive, and it's a, like a tin press ceiling painted black or maybe it's black tin but uh what's interesting about that is that this place is owned by anthony serrato mm -hmm. who also owns strata downtown yep. and strata has one of the original tin ceilings like from in downtown Asheville. I didn't know that. Like that's one of its sort of historic features. Very and cool. So it's, I feel like they intentionally mimicked that here sure. at Grimelli. Of course they did that. Yeah. And what did you order, Sam? Gosh, so I got the uh, Tuscan eggs and then I wanted a side of potatoes and had to get those extra crispy. So we'll see how those come out. Nice. And then a side of pancetta and this cappuccino. 
Nice. I also got a cappuccino, and I ordered the Eggs Benedict, which is done a particular Italian style. Hash style. Hash. That's right. All chopped up with steak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's like steak and eggs meets um, Eggs Benedict. Right. I'm so curious Doesn't about this. Sounds like a bad thing. Sounds great. So they do breakfast until 2 p.m., I think mm -hmm. they said, and yep. then it's a, basically an Italian menu all day. Well, starting at noon for the Italian menu until closing. Yep. Yep. All right, we'll check in when the food arrives. Check in. All right, everybody. Sam and I just got done with our breakfast slash brunch, but we already <laughs> ate breakfast, so I don't even know what to call what we just did. But we had breakfast items here at Gramelli. Mm -hmm. And man, oh man, I can honestly say 100% that the food was banging. And I would recommend this place 100% to anybody. Agreed, 100%. Everything was on point, cooked to order, uh, great flavors to everything. Yep. The tomato egg dish. Yeah, what bread. was that? The Toscano, the Toscano poached eggs? Yeah, yeah. That was a standout dish to me. Like the first bite was so like impressive and flavorful and the eggs were cooked just right. Yep. And it came with a lot of bread. What was it, focaccia or something? No, uh, chip, I chip, think it was chip, a ciabatta. Ciabatta. Yep. And the ciabatta was nice and soft and excellent. And the red sauce was fantastic. And man, that dish was only 10 bucks. I know. I'm not a not one to look at menus and pricing. Me all, neither. But I looked, we wanted to look back and see how much it cost. Yep. The hash was a little bit more expensive, but yep. I was floored that was 10 bucks. Yeah. Very, very good price for a very excellent meal. So we had essentially two dishes, the, the hash benedict, which was basically steak and eggs with mm -hmm. a special sauce on top. And it was great, in my opinion. The steak was really tasty. The taters were cooked just right, yep. eggs poached just right. Yep, I agree with all that. Uh, steak quality was really high. You Agreed. See, they weren't using a secondary cut at all. Nope. Um, and then the pancetta that we got on the side was fantastic. It really crispy, was. Nice little salty bite to balance it all out. Absolutely. And for us Americans, we need bacon. Yes, bacon at breakfast. Bacon. Whether it's round or, or flat. Yeah. you got to yeah. have some pork gotta belly some in there pork. somewhere. Yes. Yeah. So success. Today success. we ate at a food truck and we came to an Italian restaurant. We had gnocchi, fettuccine, mm -hmm. uh, steak and eggs, yeah. and e eggs and tomato sauce, as wow. well as Italian bacon. Dude, it's not even 2 o'clock, and I feel like we have a full day. Hell, man. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. We'll talk to you folks later. everybody it's me Stu Helm the food fan and I am out of my house again this makes like the third or fourth time this week I've recorded out in the field as we say and I am here at the relatively brand new Ginger's Revenge South Slope Lounge and I am here with Andy Wiggum and she is the events coordinator marketing and, we'll, and events. marketing and events hey Andy how are you today doing well how are you thanks for being here thanks for inviting me I'm excited to taste to try some of your non-alcoholic beverages yes. and to taste some food. Absolutely. I have walked past here many times and wrongly assumed there was no food available. So tell everybody about the food program here. Yeah, so um, basically we have some snacks for purchase, poppy popcorn, Whitley's nuts, Roots hummus, um, but we wanted something a little bit more robust. So we've partnered with Green Man Eats. 
Um, they're a ghost kitchen right outside of our door. Um, and they basically have delicious kind of English style pub fare. Mm -hmm. They've got an Asheville cheesesteak, they've got burgers, great, you know, pub appetizers. And basically you order through your phone on an app and they'll deliver it right to the South Slope Lounge. Don't have to move. Nothing has to happen except drink your ginger beer, have your non-alcoholic beverage, and eat delicious food. I love it. It's a really cool model. It's almost like a very self-contained delivery system where uh, you use the word Green Man and people from Asheville and people who love to visit, visit Asheville will recognize Green Man Brewery. They are sort of your backdoor neighbors, yes. I would say. You guys yes. are back to back with each mm -hmm. other. And we all know Green Man has the original Dirty Jacks. And then I just learned they call the big building the mansion. Yes. And they have a ghost kitchen. And I believe it's where French Broad Chocolates briefly had an ice cream parlor. Correct. Yeah. And so, and then you guys are right underneath Buxton Hall Barbecue. So all in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood over here. Yes. And you guys are hooked into the ghost kitchen that Green Man is running here on the South Slope. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's, it's a great concept, and I want to tell everybody the space is really cool. It is a walk down from Banks Avenue, but it's uh, on the first floor from the back alley, so it gets natural light, and it also has a basement-y type of feel, so it's like the best of both worlds for people who do like to drink. Yeah. When, when I did drink, I'm here to try the non-alcoholic beverages, yeah. but when I did drink, man, I love the dark basement bar, <laughs> yes. but not everybody feels that way, so you got a nice, bright, sunny, what do you call it, the... This is the lounge. This is the lounge. This is called the lounge. Okay. And uh, so it's like the sunroom at the lounge, sort yes. of. All right, Annie, we'll check in with you. We've ordered some food. I'm here with my friend Lucho from Multicult Asheville Multicultural. We've ordered food, and we're going to try it next. Awesome. All right, folks, still here at the Ginger's Revenge South Slope Lounge. The food just came out, and out with it came Chef Larry Dunn. And he just gave the most beautiful speech, and I didn't have the recording going at the time. But Chef, give us a basic rundown of what you just said. Well, basically our philosophy is using nothing but the best ingredients without overcharging you. We try to really basically under-promise, over-deliver. Everything is made from scratch, to order. Everything is predominantly a six to eight minute ticket. That's okay. it. So right. we're really just here to make people happy. That's all. Put a smile on your face. There you have go. Have a good beer. Have a good burger. How much happier could you be? There you go. And That's I've it. got the Philly here or the Asheville, we call, you're calling it on the menu. And you just said something about the beef. 100% ribeye. There's no filler. There's no what they call TVP, which is textured vegetable protein. Now, I, you said that earlier. I didn't know that that makes it into cheesesteaks. Oh, yes. Dang, learning the so secrets. Use the pucks. Okay. So if you come over and look at what I use. It's all sliced ribeye, pieces of fat are in it. It's right. not. And you did invite me to come check out your Anytime kitchen you at the busiest time and watch you crank out dishes. Absolutely. And, yeah. And you said you ran the show all by yourself when you first opened and cranked yep. out how many dishes the first 267 day? 267 one day. One day. 15 minute Under wait 15 time. minutes all day. Beautiful. Chef Larry, I know you're busy. Thanks for thanks, talking man. with I us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for bringing the food yourself and telling us about Good it. Good to meet both of you. Thank you. You guys enjoy your day. We will. We'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. 
All right, we just crushed a bunch of food, man. And here I am at the Ginger's Revenge South Slope Lounge, and now I'm talking to Marcy Ingram. And Marcy, you're, you don't work for Ginger's Revenge. You work for Green Man, correct? That is correct. And what is the association between Green Man and Ginger's? You're just neighbors and decide to collab? Um, we're neighbors, and Andy is one of our bartenders. Um, they're married, and okay. I just think we try to be good neighbors on the South Slope, and... Um, yeah, just good neighbors, and okay. I like anything we can do to promote other local businesses, I think is a good thing. You guys are certainly one of the paragons of success in our city. You started out like you just uh, reiterated that you are the second oldest craft brewer in Asheville, is yep. that correct? So Highland Brewing, shout out to the OG, yep. and then Green Man right behind, Jack Number of the two. Wood, um, yep. and... Man, Jack of the Woods is actually the first restaurant I ate at when I moved to Asheville. It's one of the first ones for me, too, I think. I got the fish and chips. Oh, always good. And well, we got fish and chips at Green Man East now, too. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and so you, Green Man runs the Ghost Kitchen. Yep. The Ghost Kitchen services Dirty Jack's, yep. Green Man Mansion, as we yep. just learned it's called, and the Ginger's Revenge. And Urban Orchard. And Urban Orchard. Okay, yep. I didn't realize that. So... That's great, man. You're you're not competitors. You're compadres. Yeah, compadres. You're all like trying to get the same bunch of people down here to eat and drink. Yeah. And when you're serving alcohol, you got to have food available or people yes. will leave. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Uh, the the shrimp scampi fries. That is so weird. It's what so tell us good. all about it? Yep. So basically, it's shrimp scampi um, loaded fries. So it's got um, shrimp, garlic. I wish Larry was here to help me with this. Um, it's got green onions, and then like all that like garlicky, buttery goodness that you want from scampi. It's just yeah. so good. All right, I've never heard of scampi fries before. I'm gonna have to come back and try that. I had the Asheville cheesesteak. It was fantastic. The flavor on that was great. Thanks. And Lucho ordered the, what was the name of your burger? Oh man, I beer lover's the biggest burger. one. The beer lover's burger. Yep. And we did some sharesies, and the Beer Lover's Burger was great. You got it on a gluten-free bun. Yep, yep. And here's what they said about the gluten-free bun. If I didn't know it was gluten, I wouldn't have guessed it was gluten. But knowing it was gluten, I could tell it was gluten. No, gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, I screwed well, that, that up completely, <laughs> didn't I? Oh, you know what I mean, people. It was a decent gluten-free bun is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. Um, but next time I'm going to order that just on a regular bun. See how man, that is. Great. Yeah. That's what we love the sandwich you got, man. That yeah, that Asheville cheesesteak was outstanding. Really nice, savory flavor on oh, that. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for inviting us, Marcy, Andy, yeah. Lucho. Thanks for being yeah, here, brother. And I want to encourage Asheville to come on down to the Ginger's Revenge South Slope mm. Drinking Lounge and try the food courtesy of the Green Man Ghost Kitchen. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan, here at Food Fan Headquarters, and I have a special guest, as I always do. I always have special guests. I don't give you guys mediocre guests. And today I have Jennifer Hampton from Asheville Food and Beverage United, AFBU, the proto-union for our food and beverage workers here in Asheville. Jennifer, how are you today? I'm pretty good, Stu. Um, been real busy, so, you know. Trying to just keep up and trying to catch up with myself, really. 
That's great. You mentioned before the show that you worked late, so we'll keep the and it's early in the morning that we're recording this, so we'll keep this pretty brief for you. You're busy with work as well as organizing, and in terms of the organizing, y'all had a big victory lately. Can you talk about it? Yes, yes, we did. Pretty exciting victory. The county commissioners voted unanimously to approve the reduced parking program for the Cox Avenue parking deck, and it's going to be $40 a month for downtown workers. It's um, only going to be about 150 spaces to start out, but they said if it sells out really quickly, then they are open to expanding it to include more spaces in that deck. And if that also goes really well, then they're open to expanding it to their College Avenue parking deck, as well as a couple of their surface lots. Okay, well, this is huge news. This is something that has been Mm -hmm. under discussion for a decade or more. Um, that the downtown workers, they there's not a great public transit system, let's just face it. Yeah. And so they have to drive downtown. Um, and downtown is very expensive to live in. So not everybody mm-hmm. who works downtown lives downtown. And right. so parking is a big issue. It, it takes such a huge chunk out of your paycheck that you start to wonder, is it even worth it to live mm-hmm. and work in Asheville, North Carolina? And that's bad for our city. Um, so this is, Absolutely. and I, I will admit that for all those, for that decade, I have thought, well, this is an impossible situation that's never going to be solved. It can only be solved mm-hmm. with public transportation. The city's never going to cough up discounted parking for downtown workers. And I am so happy I was wrong about that. And I know the city didn't, the county did. But I, I understand right. also the city has been shamed a little bit into mm-hmm. they might work with you too. We'll leave that for another time. But um, so I have a couple of questions. Uh, first of all, those 150 spots, how are they going to be made available? Are, is it a lottery system? Uh, what's up? Yes, it's going to be a lottery. Uh, that was a really hard decision, you know, to figure it out because if it's first come, first serve, you know, it, it there was just no way to make sure that it was easy and accessible for as many people as possible. So we just went ahead and went with the lottery system to make it as fair as we could. Okay. Um, but they did say that they don't have any problem with workers sharing passes. So, okay. You know, yeah, because we have like several shifts, you know, throughout yeah. the day. So like one group of workers could have, you know, a spot that they share across the different shifts of their employment. This so is, that that'll help a lot too, I think. Yeah, that's great. I can't believe that the that the county is willing to have like sort of gray areas, right? Like yeah, a, a right? shared pass is a little bit of a gray area. And the I just can't believe the government on any level is is that willing to play. So this is just great news. This is the power. Mm-hmm of a union and i know you're not a union yet but this is i mean you're not even a union yet and this is what's happening mm-hmm. right. and um so my i next... think that's the most oh i'm sorry no go ahead I, you think it's i was most... gonna say i think it's the, the the biggest part what you were saying about the county being willing to work with us and and have gray areas like that i think that's the biggest thing to come out of this is that they are willing to have conversations with actual people the workers who make this city run. So to me, that that really shows that they're recognizing the power that we have. Mm-hmm. And more than that, the workers are starting to recognize the power that we have. So yes. it's a huge deal. Yes, I agree 100%. Um, so 
you know, it's wonderful to to watch this happen. Um, and my next question about the parking was how are, well, I, let me, I have three, three questions. Uh, the second one is related to the first, how do people do the lottery? How, where do they go? What do they do? How do they sign up? Well, the city is working. I mean, the county, I'm sorry, the county is working. The staff is working on putting it on their website and, you know, getting all of the back end stuff done. And as soon as that's ready, they're going to pass it along to us. And then we'll do our job of spreading the word. We're going to start a canvassing event to make sure that everybody knows about it. Uh, we're going to try to organize ride sharing sort of situation for workers to get to the parking deck after work. Cool. So we have a whole bunch of things working and we will let everybody know as soon as it's available and it's time to sign up. Right on. So they shouldn't panic yet. No. Don't panic yet. We'll tell and you. And they really panic. shouldn't panic at all because <laughs> if you have a friend in the food industry, you've just doubled your chances of getting a shared pass, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you mm -hmm. get one yourself and then you share it with somebody else. And that's that doubles the, the usefulness of a pass. Um, and then my final question is how is the county going to verify who works downtown when they apply? Um, and how are we going to keep cheaters out? That's a good question. So they're going to have to provide a pay stub, basically. Um, and it, it'll be a real simple process. We didn't want it to be super complicated and difficult. It'll be just probably a picture of okay. their their pay stub and their ID, obviously, you know, so it shows that they have the same name. And, and it won't be available for, like, businesses to purchase a whole block. So it has to be purchased by the individual who's going to be using it that actually okay. works downtown. All right. And um, well, side note to that, employers yeah. can pay for it. It just has to be registered under the employee's name. So I they can use that. the employer's credit card to pay for it. That's totally fine. I love that. So the mm -hmm. restaurants could add that almost as a benefit of working there, you know, like you sign up to get Absolutely. a parking spot and we'll garnish your, we'll add to your paycheck to pay for that. And mm -hmm. Yeah, $40 a month is great, um, especially if you're able to share it with somebody and then it becomes $20 a month, you know? Exactly. So this is all just wonderful news and I wanted to get you on just to share it with everybody and let everybody know that the AFBU is not just sitting around making t-shirts and by the <laughs> way your t-shirts look great uh Thanks. but you guys are making things happen in a big tangible way yep we're just out here doing the things and i do want to say you mentioned transit and how our transit kind of sucks uh -huh. um, we are working with just economics on their better buses together um, initiative so we are really pushing for expanded transit as well um, to that. supplement this because we don't really want everybody to be driving you know it's not great for the environment mm -mm. it's not great for our infrastructure so you know showing a lot of support for that would also help a lot well great and um when you have the every time that you guys have big progress we'll have you on to talk about it so i personally really wish we had better public transit because i don't drive a car and uh so that that's something i'm very interested in something else yeah. i'm interested in jennifer is food 
Everybody mm, knows that about tea. me. I know you yeah. do. And uh, I love to ask my guests for a little food recommendation right at the end of the show. And you mentioned one in the pre-show. So why don't you go ahead and give your recommendation? Well, um, as I was telling you, I went to Rosetta's the other night. Um, I was out canvassing with some friends, talking to workers, and decided to stop in because I eat vegan diet. And got a portobello mushroom melt. Oh my gosh. It was insanely delicious. And I took a bite and I was like, what? How is this so good? And it's vegan. It was just, it fed my soul. That's I'm a carnivore inside of a plant-based body. So it's time <laughs> I get <laughs> vegan food that like satisfies my carnivore. I'm like, yes, thank That's you. Great. That's great. Um, what a great review. So Rosetta's, which has moved uh, since, perhaps since the last time mm -hmm. the listeners have been there, uh, it's moved just right up the street, still on North Lexington Avenue. It took over the space where the Ox Bar was, and it was briefly the uh, Water Street Cafe, and now it is Rosetta's. And uh, Rosetta's is an old school Asheville favorite. It's got to be 20 years old at least. Um, it is. They just had their 20th anniversary, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's great. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the vegan fare, uh, beloved by vegans and non-vegans alike. And actually, I like the way that you said that you have a vegan diet. You didn't like say, I'm a vegan, which I, no. I try to do that in my writing and not just label people, capital V, vegan. Right. I, um, I had to do it for heart disease reasons. I don't have heart disease anymore, thanks to my vegan diet. So... Well, very, congratulations to you. I do often say that the vegan diet is the healthiest diet. It in is. In my opinion. Yeah. All right, Jennifer. Well, thanks for all you do, and thanks for being on our show today. The best of luck to you and the AFBU. Keep us posted. Thank you so much, Sue. We really appreciate all your support. I, I totally support you 100%. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that's pretty much the end of the show, except for I just want to give you a little, tell you a little story about something that didn't happen and then some things that did happen. So the thing that didn't happen was Dawn and I had planned a trip to New York City. Uh, we were going to spend a few days up there. We were leaving on a Friday. We were coming back on a Sunday. The flight got delayed, delayed, delayed until it was canceled. So and then it was rescheduled for the next day. So supposed to leave on Friday and come back on Sunday. Now scheduled to leave Saturday, come back on Sunday. We decided to cancel the whole trip. So that was disappointing. But the good news is we live here in Asheville, North Carolina, which is the furthest thing from disappointing. So first thing we did to comfort ourselves after we were, we were at the airport when we found out the flight was canceled, we drove straight to All Souls Pizza. We saw some old friends. We got a delicious pizza. The pizza was their honey pizza, which has honey on it, as well as jalapeno peppers, banana peppers, pepperoni, cheese, and red sauce. And it was excellent. Like we both really loved it. We also got an arugula salad that was very rustic, uh, very rough and delicious, and was maybe one of the best salads I've ever had. And you all know I'm not exactly a salad expert. So when I say that I really like one, that's, that's a meat eater saying he likes a plate of salad. So keep that in mind. Great salad. And then um, the next day, Don and I went to Tall John's, the new restaurant there in Montford. And Tall John's is an American style restaurant in the old La 
Chiesa, maybe it doesn't have the law in front of it, It used to be a restaurant called Chiesa. And uh, it's in an old church, which has been a bunch of things in the past, including, I believe, somebody told me it was a convenience store for a while. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Don't quote me. It's on Monfort Ave in Monfort. And we just went there. We had the peel and eat shrimp, which come with some whipped butter, not melted or clarified butter, to dip your warm shrimp into. And it was excellent. We also got a plate of like prosciutto and Parmesan and olive oil. That was fantastic. Don had a martini. She highly recommends the Jasper martini. And uh, Jasper himself brought me a non-alcoholic soda from Italy called a Crodino. And it was a little four ounce bottle, very cute. And the soda itself was sweet and bitter. And also it would probably also make a good mixer. The experience at Tall John's was excellent. We loved it. So two great food experiences. And then the very next day, we, at the last minute, got invited to a special ticketed dinner at Session Cafe inside of Citizen Vinyl, which is inside of the Asheville, the old Asheville Citizen Times building in the western side of downtown Asheville. And it was a dinner by chef slash farmer Sunil Patal. So it was Indian food, uh, and it was all from his Patchwork Urban Farms project. And that's a very interesting thing. If you don't know about it, look it up, patchworkurbanfarms.com. It's a wonderful thing, and Sunil is a great chef. And I'm telling you what, these ticketed dinner things, they can go either way in terms of the food. Uh, sometimes they're excellent. Sometimes you're like, eh, it wasn't that great. And sometimes, most of the time, there's at least one clunker when you have a seven-course dinner. And that was not the case with this one. Chef Sunil knocked it out of the park with every dish. There were things I had never heard of, things I had never eaten. There were very familiar and comforting flavors as well. And Dawn enjoyed the wine that she had with it. And it was just a great experience all around. So I recommend very highly that you follow uh, um, excuse me, Citizen Vinyl on Instagram to find out when their next turntable supper is happening. And the music was great too. It's a little loud for this old geezer, but um, it was still very enjoyable because it was a bunch of stuff I had never heard before and it was great. So those were three wonderful experiences that we had here in little old Asheville, North Carolina, which made up for the fact that our trip to big old New York City was canceled. And one thing Don and I always say about our city is that the food in Asheville is comparable in many ways to the food in New York City. And in some ways, in a lot of ways, we like it more. And that has a lot to do with the people who make it, the farms it's grown on, the fact we know that it comes from local farms, the fact we know the people who make it care about the food they make and the people they feed it to. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks to everybody who was on the show, my guests, the folks who drove me around and took me to the restaurants on the outskirts that I can't get to. Thanks uh, to you for listening and to WPVM 103.7 for turning my podcast into a broadcast for the radio. And you can follow me on social media at Stu Helm Food Fan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Sign up for my Substack newsletter, please. And um, and I just also want to mention that my theme song is called Cheese Wagon, and it's written by the band The Dorita Sisters. So thank you to the Dorita Sisters for letting me use your theme song. All right, folks, eat something good. Let me know about it. I'm always interested in hearing about new things and hearing how you feel about things.
Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. This episode of the Food Fans Radio Show was underwritten in part by Asheville Food Tours. Did you know that there are over 200 places to eat and drink in downtown Asheville alone? It can be overwhelming. Whether you're a visitor or a local, there's no better way to experience downtown Asheville than taking a food tour with Asheville Food Tours. Details, pricing, and an easy-to-use calendar can be found at AshevilleFoodTours.com. That's AshevilleFoodTours.com.